Welcome back to Marshy's Corner. We're back. It's been a long seven months. Um, but yeah, kicking it off, we're back with uh, my guy Kai, uh, Fullerton College's uh, player development coach, and they just won a championship, and we're just going to catch up, have a conversation, and yeah, talk a little bit of basketball, talk a bit about mindset, mentality, coaching, player development, whole bunch of stuff. Um, I do just want to apologize I'm out sick right now. I've been home the last three or so days. And um, yeah, taking some some good Nurofen. I'm a little bit drugged up right now. I had some brain fog for this uh, this conversation, but it was just cool to be back. So um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Brian. Am I all? Can you hear me? Well. Champ Kai, how you going? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm bad. What's up, man? Yeah, how you going? Man, everything is great. I'm just, I'm just honored to be here, man. <laughs> honored to join this space with you. Are you kidding me? I have an actual champion on my podcast. <laughs> no, that's Jesse. You, you know Jesse. <laughs> he hasn't won anything for me yet. Funny. So what's ready, going on? Man. What's going on with you? So is it it's the summer for you right now? Um yeah, we're it's the summer right now. We have uh we have two weeks off until the program starts up like officially again for summer workouts. But uh like today I was just training a lot. Um but uh yeah, man, just uh just in the lab pretty much nonstop. It seems like it's been a uh, I got here about eight hours ago, just finishing the day right now. My cats decided to join the conversation. Um, <laughs> um, so these these summer workouts you're doing, is that with your Fullerton players or is that your own side stuff? Yeah, it's with some of them. Um, some of these guys are still kind of sticking around. So uh, we kind of get in in the morning and then I'll have uh, some players kind of outside the program um, that'll that'll come by as well and just a kind of a cool little culture that we build within this Fullerton gym. Just a lot of good, talented players, hardworking players that come in and out. So it's fun to be around, even if it's eight hours a day in the gym. It's it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. No, that's cool. So you just, obviously, so you just won the the California Community College State Championship. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah, nice. Is that is that the first one in Fullerton's history? No, um, I'm not sure how many they are, but the most recent one was uh, 2019. Oh, um, right. So, so last year's was last year went to San Francisco, and then the year before that, uh, or the season before that, before COVID, was um, it was San Francisco versus Fullerton, um, just like how it was this year, and Fullerton won that one. So it's been Fullerton, um, it's been Fullerton, San Francisco, and then Fullerton again. So. It's been uh it's been a just kind of a back and forth with that. So we'll see. Hopefully Fullerton can get another one next year. Yeah, cool. Is that your second year coaching for Fullerton? This is my second, second season, man. Yep. 21, 22 is my first first official season with Fullerton. Yeah, cool. How have how have you felt like you've grown within your role over the last two seasons? Um, I've I've grown a lot. Um, I think uh I got to give a lot of credit to Coach Webster, my head coach. He uh, he allows me to kind of 
um, growing to my own and he's not really micromanaging what I do um, and just kind of finding my avenue through basketball um, and, and you know player development was something that I knew I was going to probably latch on to and that's kind of been more the, the avenue and the side that I've you know taken within myself and, and I think that's been the the role that I've that's been able to help the program as well you know we have five coaches on staff so um, I think for me it's just it was about like finding you know what areas I felt like I could help the team and I think with like individual skill development and you know player development um, I think that was definitely the the avenue that I found myself uh, passionate about and then also where I just felt like I could help the team uh, the team most so it's been it's been a good combination of all that for sure yeah that's cool and so obviously <clears throat> being a, a, a player yourself and you had dreams of being a player um, you were mm -hmm. talking about like finding avenues. Um, mm -hmm. I guess last time we spoke, you were kind of thinking about, do I go play in the Philippines? Do I stick with this mm -hmm. coaching job? Like, yeah. do you feel like you've, I guess, found your avenue in basketball? Yeah, for sure. I've gotten so, I mean, yeah, last time we talked, I hadn't even really started. Like, like I had started a little bit, but I hadn't really found that, that passion and that, like, you know, that love for it yet. But just two years later or almost two years later, um, just being, you know, in it, you know, the relationships I've made, the, the connections I've made, um, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, uh, and I've just found myself invested. In it. I don't really look back on, you know, these what ifs as a player or anything like that, really at this point, um, I really truly enjoy what I do. So, um, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a good place. So I really, there's no second guessing for me at this point. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. I guess, I've seen that you still get to, you know, scratch that playing itch, playing ones and. <laughs> yeah, that's, at this point, playing is just a, a cardio thing. So, yeah, I, I, I that's the the big, um, one of the bigger blessings about being at, at Fullerton. We, I get to play against these, you know, Division One, Division Two caliber players <laughs> sometimes in one-on-one. In -on -one. Um, so they keep me in shape or I'll, I'll get to, I'll run some five-on-five -five with them here and there too. So that's, that's also a good part of, <laughs> good part about the job. No, that's cool. It's uh, like, you know, obviously finding your avenue. Um, <clears throat> it was it was cool that we had this conversation. So I, I saw that you posted on Instagram the other day. Wait, I'm just going to read the quote. Mm -hmm. You posted, uh, change your life by consciously choosing who you surround yourself with. The truth is you want to grow. Uh, you've got to, if you want to grow, you want to be around people who challenge you to raise your standards. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you know, I read that and I haven't been doing this podcast for, I, I had a look, it's been like seven months since I re released my last one. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I did, I put it aside for a little bit because I, um, I felt like I didn't have any kind of, I didn't know where I was going, I guess, in terms of in life. Like I have this, you know, I think about, you know, I, I was just talking to a friend the other day, like, uh, you know, myself as a child, as a kid, and then, you know, becoming a teenager, mm -hmm. um, sitting there recording basketball games, recording games of rugby league and, mm -hmm. you know, watching them back, pausing, rewinding, watching sets, watching all these things. And I was like, for my entire life, the, the idea of breaking down sports, you know, coaching, I started coaching when I was in grade eight, nine, myself started coaching the kids that were younger than me at the school. Mm -hmm. Um, it's always been part of my life. And I, and, you know, we talked about Jesse before our friend, Jesse Gee. Um, I started doing a teaching degree and he, in kind of Jesse fashion, he was like, bro, why the fuck are you doing that? 
He's like, that's like not what you're meant to do, which kind of sat with me a little bit. And um, I wasn't sure if I agreed with him or not, but then, um, you know, I, I, I enrolled in uni and I started this teaching degree and then out of nowhere, I kind of thought I was set for the next four years. Like I, I had a job in special ed. So like just helping out at schools and then, um, and then studying on the side. And I was like, I guess that's what I do for the next four years. Then I'm going to become a teacher. Um, mm -hmm. and there was, there was like a little part of me that was like, oh, is this my reality? Like I, I went to church, I ran into a friend who I hadn't seen in a while. And he was talking about like, oh, like, that's so good that you're doing this teaching degree. It's such a stable career. It's such, and he's like saying all these things and he's saying it like, it's a good thing, but everything he was saying was like almost crushing my soul. I was just mm -hmm. like, I don't think this is the way I'm meant to feel anyway. Um, uh, the school I was working at, someone took over the finances and found out that we were like super in the red zone, like four, four people lost their jobs. I was being told that I was getting cut down to one day of work. And I was like, what, what am I meant to do here? Anyways, mm -hmm. um, it kind of, I guess, put like a little bomb under me to go, yeah. well, what, what am I going to go find? And so before you just talked about, uh, you know, spending all this, this time in the lab, uh, there was this 24 seven basketball facility that just opened up in Brisbane and we don't have many, anything really like that. And, mm -hmm. uh, it's called the lab basketball center or something like that. Yeah. The lab, but the basketball lab. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they were offering a job and I applied and I, I ended up getting it. So I've just started working there in the last two weeks. Nice. And so, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, just like back in a basketball setting and just going, after my first uh, proper session. So there's like a bit of admin work, the being a 24 seven facility, like sometimes you're kind of just there, um, you know, just showing people around, helping people out where you need be. But on weekends, especially, that's where we start our coaching and player development. Mm -hmm. And I remember that first session, um, it sounds a little bit corny, but within like 10 minutes of the session, I had like, if I was on my own, I probably could have cried some happy tears. Cause I was like, fuck, this is like my favorite thing to do in the world why am I not doing this? Um, so yeah, so that's been pretty exciting. Just, I guess, getting back into basketball and it's obviously reignited this part of my life, like the podcasting mm -hmm. side of things. And, um, yeah, I guess I'm just chasing passion, but something that I've realized in myself. So working at the basketball lab, there's going to be opportunities for me to train, you know, we, we have professional players in Australia coming into our lab and, and yeah. getting workouts in. And so, you know, in terms of where I can take this, that I, I don't really see like a cap on it. And, you know, just being in a workspace where it's like how much I work, how much like work I put in, mm -hmm. it could really like determine where I go, I guess, with my career. And there's a legitimate opportunity to make basketball my career, which, um you know, I knew that was never going to be an option for me as a player, but as a coach, I've always felt like I had something to give. Um, mm -hmm. And it made me think of you because, you know, I, um, I feel really comfortable coaching, you know, beginners, intermediates, certain different age groups. But when you start getting to those, you know, late high school kids, and then I guess when you're talking about like that college kind of age group, mm -hmm. I'm not, that's where I start to feel a bit uncomfortable, I guess, which is, you know, mm -hmm. I want to become proficient in those areas. So when I saw yeah. you post that quote about, um, you know, who are you putting yourself around? I was kind of like, man, why am I not talking to Kai about 
you know, how do you start training people of that caliber of that age, of that age group and whatnot. So, um, yeah, no, I was just like, Oh, I guess I could just hit him up. We'll have a podcast, but, um, (laughs) yeah. So like for you, I guess as a coach, as a development coach, like, have you built any like principles or, you know, any, uh, yeah, I guess that's the word like principles around your coaching philosophy around how you go about developing these players. Yeah. Um, I think I was in a, it was a different situation for me, um, coming into it because when I got hired by Fullerton, I was 23 years old. Um, I just turned 26. Um, some of our older players are 23. So, I mean, we're, I mean, I'm old enough to be their friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're closer in age. So I think, um, it just kind of came from like starting off in that environment. It was about like understanding that I could be someone that could relate to them, but at the same time, someone that they still had to like respect at the same time. So, um, you know, for me, like when I look back on it, like, you know, people like can tell like these guys, you know, they have a good relationship with me, but at the same time, like I've set that boundary where like, I'm not like their friend 24 seven. And, you know, when it's time to, to get in between the lines, it's time to work. When it's time to get in the weight room, it's time to work. But, you know, off the court, we can be cool. You know, maybe we won't hang out, but like, you know, you can you can approach me with, with stuff that that maybe is more relatable to, to what you've got going on. Um, so I think it was always about just finding that balance um, because I knew it was going to be tough. Like, I, you know, going into it, you know, I know I look young. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm young. I was younger in age when I started. Um, so I didn't know how it was going to go, but it was just, I think about, um, just building trust, uh, with players individually and, and not, maybe not them as a group and just kind of talking to them and, you know, just showing them that like, I was going to be someone that was, you know, on their side in a sense, but in the same, in the same time, you know, uh, going to be someone that, you know, wanted to help them get better. And I think as, as long as somebody knows that you're trying to help them get better, um, they're going to be all in on it. And if you're not there to just be their friend. So I think um, just establishing that communication, that dialogue was was huge for me uh, getting going. So I, I think it's worked out pretty well. No, I like that. I, I like the fact that you were considering like obviously your age and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, me, myself, I, I figured out at a, at a pretty young age that, you know, I'm not going to make this professionally. Um mm-hmm. But I always had a little bit of, whenever I put myself in a space to be a coach, I had that feeling of, you know, imposter syndrome a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm too young for this. Like at some point one day, like I'll be able to do this, but I guess for you, you know, you obviously have confidence in what you're able to, to teach someone. Did you feel any of that kind of imposter syndrome? Um, a little bit, I think, um, you know, working with the college guys, it was, it was one thing because I had been through the program. So I knew what was expected of them daily, just being through it and seeing it on a daily basis. So I was, I was able to help them kind of from a, from a, on a daily, you know, basis standpoint, um, you know, just expecting them, helping them prepare for what was to come in practice and games and stuff like that. Um, I think last summer was, you know, I, maybe I felt that a little bit. I, that was when I trained my first uh, overseas player. And he's actually he's actually older than me. He's about three years older. He might have just turned 29. So that was like, you know, the first time he had just played his, I want to say his third year professionally. Um, so he had came to me and, you know, I wasn't too sure what to expect. But, uh, you know, 
we ended up, you know, working out for the whole summer. You know, we, we just, we were talking today, um, you know, he's going to be back for the summer uh, this year. He'll be, he'll be staying in LA. So um, I think that was the first time because I knew I hadn't worked with, you know, an overseas pro yet. And, you know, I wasn't an overseas player myself. So, um, but, you know, it just gave me the confidence. The only thing that get, really gave me that confidence was that he had a lot of trust in me. Um, and I knew that I had a lot of confidence in myself because how I, how I prepare, you know, for workouts and things like that. So um, at first it was a little like nerve, you know, nerve wracking, but I think um, as time went on and I, you know, I put the time in on, on studying film and, and things like that, that, you know, it didn't become an issue. And, you know, now I've had, you know, multiple, multiple overseas guys come through and um, other good high level college players. So um, it, it's been good for as far as, as far as that goes. That's cool. So you talk about, obviously you, you gain confidence from your preparation. What does your preparation look like when you're, you know, if you're getting an individual, do they say mm -hmm. how long they're going to be with you or is it just like yeah. how many workouts? What, what's, what does your preparation look like? I guess. Yeah, it, it all depends on, yeah, the, the, the player situation. Like, you know, when, when he comes back, you know, last year he was, he was kind of with me three, four, and sometimes five times a week for about two or three months. So we, we had a lot, we didn't have to really rush anything. And um, it, it's cool when I get to work with an overseas player or a college player, um, because I'm able to watch, I'm able to access their film through Synergy. Um, so I'm able to see tendencies and strengths and weaknesses, um, which, which makes my life a lot easier. So I can really dive, you know, dive deep into their film and um, just kind of see things and then build that, uh, that dialogue, that communication. Um, and, and it's a collaborative effort. It's not just about me, like, you know, saying this is how I want things, you know, I like to sit down with a player and, and watch film and, um, and, and do all those things. And, you know, I'll, I'll try to do that with, with some of the high school kids that I have or, or any middle school kids I have too. And when they're sending me their stuff, um, but it's easier when I have like the access on, on my, on my app. Um, but yeah, that, that's the approach. And I think when they see that, like when they're saying, okay, like, this guy's watching his film, this guy's, you know, kind of on it, researching. Um, it kind of, you know, gives themselves like that sense of trust in me because I'm, we're not just going out there and working on whatever, whatever we want for the day. It's just, you know, everything has purpose behind it. So, you know, that's, that's probably the biggest preparation that goes into it. And then, you know, for an overseas player, you know, we're, we're a lot of times like, they're they're really good already like there's a reason they're overseas there, there's a reason they're professional so a lot of times we're working on a lot of the shots that they may be seeing you know that coming season um you know college guys kind of the same thing I think there's a little bit more skill development sometimes with those guys and and, and then as you go down there's there's definitely more opportunities for for more skill development so um and then it just for me I like to assess you know different things footwork and um you know how how they how sound they are fundamentally um and then just go from there and then you kind of just just with experience seeing other players watching so much film you you just kind of get this idea of, of how things go I'm not saying I'm perfect or anything like that but uh you just kind of get a feel for for you know how players respond well and how they learn and um and it, it's been good and I'm I'm still learning every single day so that's just the best part about it yeah, I like that. Um, I would guess for you when you when you get that player, do you have an approach of, um, you know, okay, so this is your summer, this is your off season, mm -hmm. these are your strengths. 
obviously you can't really go, I'm going to work on all these weaknesses with you. Do you highlight one, two, maybe three? Like how, what? It, what's your approach with that sort of thing? Yeah, so I mean, like, so if I have like an overseas player um, or, you know, a college player or even our college guys, um, you know, if they're if they're a really good shooter, they're going to keep shooting the ball the whole summer um, because that's what got them here and that's why they got recruited, you know, or that's why they signed this deal. Um, so, you know, definitely sharpening up on those things while, you know, definitely making some some points of emphasis on, you know, maybe those weaker areas. Now, something that's more practical, like maybe a pump fake and shooting off the dribble versus like a left-hand floater or something like that. You know, something that's a little bit more practical, um, you know, something that can, you know, be applied to their strength. So someone can really shoot the ball, you know, but then they add a shot, but they don't have a good shot fake or a, a shot fake and a one dribble pull up or a shot fake and one dribble relocate um, to the three. Um, you know, then that's something you can develop because that ties into their biggest strength, which is shooting threes versus, you know, saying, oh, you're a good shooter. Let's work on your, you know, left hand floater or, or something like or your post up game. That's something that's not really tied in, if that makes sense. So um, I kind of like to just work with that, um, work in those areas, just that anything that complements their strength and then anything that, you know, they might be able to work on on their own, you know, is an added bonus for sure. So that's just kind of how I see it everyone's different and, and and some people have you know different things they come to me that they really want to work on and as long as it seems practical then, then we can attack it for sure yeah nice and i guess for you and your coaching development like as in for yourself um <laughs> do you do you go all right these are the things that i do well what's maybe something that i need to work on this summer for myself as well mm -hmm. not in your game but like as a coach like do mm -hmm. you have do you are you kind of like self-assessing and trying to find ways to be better yeah for sure I think um I think a big thing is just um I think working with different players allows me to just learn from myself at the same time um I started working with a lot more players this past spring and and currently um and I like to learn from from other you know player development coaches and, and trainers and um, you know, anytime I get the opportunity to see something on YouTube or, or see something in person, like I'm, I'm all for it. Like I, I like to pick and choose and okay. Like he got this person to respond this way, or he, you know, drilled this, this way for this, this person to learn this way. So, I mean, you know, it's never, you know, just my, uh, my way out of highway. And I like to learn from, from other people. And I like to just study. I just like to study the game and I, and I watch the game a lot and I watch, I'll watch the simplest of plays, but I'll watch it five to 10 times over and over, just seeing the footwork and the rhythm and the timing of, of all these different things and the options that they might've had. And I'll watch some of the most random basketball sometimes like overseas or a random low major division one college game. Um, and I'm just watching just different things. So I think that's, that's where it ties into for sure. And again, just um, learning from other people, uh, you know, I follow a lot of uh player development coaches on Twitter, on Instagram, and I'm just kind of filtering out what I like, what I think I could, you know, use for myself. And um, that's just what I, I, I think that's the cool part about the the, the community. I think people put stuff out there uh, to learn. And um, I think it's just a cool little cycle that we got going on. When's the Kai channel coming? <laughs> it might come soon. It might, uh, it might be this summer, man. I might, I might uh, start putting some stuff together. I got, I got some posts on the way um i'm gonna send you something after this that, that that you might like but uh 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if I can get around to it. If I can, if I can keep it consistent, then I'll then I'll do it. But I don't want to. I don't want to start something and and then I, I can't keep it consistent. Yeah, I mean the off season, I guess, is the perfect time for that, right? For sure, I might experiment a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. nice. Um, so you got some fresh, you got some fresh ink. You got a new tattoo? <laughs> I haven't finished yet. You haven't finished gotta, yet? Oh, you got to go underneath. I got to do the inside now, next. Yeah. Did you always want that? Uh, to be honest, I went in thinking I was just going to go to the elbow. Oh, really? I was just persuaded and do something different. As in, so, sorry, down from the shoulder to the elbow? Or the yeah, elbow? I was already, I was already kind of at the shoulder, and then uh, yeah, right. so I was thinking I was just going to go to the elbow, but then, you know, life happens sometimes, and I just, I just changed it up and ended up being there for six and a half hours. <laughs> uh is there any obviously like it's your heritage is there any meaning behind it and yeah there's uh there's definitely uh there's definitely meaning behind it um you know my my tattoo artist he uh he kind of interviewed me before and so everything on my arm has like all the way up has some type of it has some type of meaning towards uh me and my upbringing you know my faith and uh, my family so um, I thought it, it tells a story in its own way. So it's definitely not just, it was freehanded, but in the same time, at the same time, it, it has a meaning behind it. It's not just copy and paste from somebody else. So that's what I really like about it. No, I like that. I got, I got a couple of little ones and <laughs> I have a, I got a forearm sleeve plan, but I've never, I've never committed to it, but maybe one day. Yeah. I like to appreciate other people's. Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely happy with mine. There's no regrets with it. So I know the next session when I finish it up uh, should be, should be good. Yeah, nice, nice. So two more weeks and then you're back into the the whole cycle of things? Yeah, two more weeks and then uh, the guys will start coming back and then, um, uh, yeah, pretty much back to kind of practicing a little bit more and then, um, yeah, weightlifting, conditioning, stuff like that. So we'll go for about... Uh, maybe a little less about, about two months i think it should be about two months exactly so should yeah be two weeks off yeah nice nice so i guess um this has been good i've, I've enjoyed this just i just <laughs> i'm just enjoying being like in this space again where like i don't know it felt like my life had just come to this big standstill and yeah. i'm just like doing this thing that i just feel like is like I was just going through the motions. I had no passion behind it, but um, uh, no, it's cool talking. And have you been watching the NBA Finals? Um, to be honest with you, I, I haven't. Uh, I mean, shoot, are the Lakers winning right now? I don't even know. But, uh, I'm I'm behind in the I've game. Been the highlights. Yeah, the game's on in the background. I got yeah. the Lakers are up by ten. Um, I've, been, I've just been in the gym, honestly, for the most part. I've just been in the gym, so. Uh, we kind of played on the on the laptop or something but that's about it i haven't really sat down and watched but i've been seeing the highlights and obviously uh the way that the conference finals are going right now is surprising everybody i think so a little bit unless you're a jimmy enthusiast like me i'm not surprised at all oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a jimmy uh, fan yeah yeah me too actually that makes me that's actually a topic that i wanted to, i should have i should have made notes i never make notes i'm like oh, I have all these <laughs> topics in my head talking about jimmy and and the heat and they they talk about like the heat culture stuff um yeah. you know you're you're in the space of player development 
And mm-hmm. at least in my experience over here in Australia, and I, I don't, I can't, I can't speak for what it's like over there. Um, I feel like I'm about to sound like one of those old heads right now, but yeah. the, to me, while everyone, like when we're talking footwork, ability, skill, like there's no question that what the kids can do these days is mm-hmm. far. It's just, it's just like keeps on leveling up. And, right. um, and even me for myself, when I look around, like, it's not jealousy, but there is like a level of like, man, like we just didn't even look at the game this way. Like, especially with like all these sidesteps and, and mm-hmm. just all this footwork stuff. That's just not how we looked at the game. But, right. you know, I was just talking to my housemate. Um, you know, we play, we play in uh, a league on a Monday night. And, you know, we got some younger guys in that team. And he's like, man, some of these young guys, they don't even know how to make an entry pass. Like he, he's like, I got 20 points all coming in the paint. I'm posting up and they're dribbling into me and the, and whatever else. And, and, you know, I played with a young, I don't, I don't play with this guy regularly, but I was, I was playing in a game with a guy, a young guy, um, probably about or maybe 16 years old. And, um, you know, he just came, he's, he's a fairly talented guy, big, long six, six, um, has some guard skills, but you know, he's, he's probably zero for two in the game. I just watched him airball a free throw <laughs> and, and we come down. And so I've brought the ball down. I've chucked it to the middle. He's, he's up at the top of the three point line. I've come down to the 45. I've given it to him. Our best shooter is the next pass along. And as I've given it to him, just naturally in my head, I'm like, he's just going to throw that next pass. Our shooter's wide open right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he takes the shot and I say to him, like, man, one more pass. And he's like, why I'm open. I I just, I just, which is like, I respect it to an extent, but at the same time, I feel like there's like a level of, um, as the skill levels gone up, there's been less of a emphasis on, uh, like how the game is played. Yeah. The team game, individual skills have gone up. Um, I think team teaching has, has, has maybe gone down a little bit for sure. It is for sure. Do you reckon? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, I, like I said, like this, the, the way skill is going, I think, um, I mean, you don't know what you're going to see. I feel like I see a fourth grader doing some insane stuff um, every day on, on Instagram or something. But then, I mean, some of that stuff that never matters because they can't play five on five basketball or anything like that when it when it gets when it matters in a in a high school or, or a college setting. And I think you see sometimes guys drop off when they get to those levels because they don't know they just no one really taught them how to do it and it's not really the player's fault it could be just you know who was coaching them as as they grew as they grew older I was fortunate enough to to kind of be coached in that sense and now I'm at a program where I'm continuing to learn you know the team game and you know just combining so being able to combine really good and talented skilled players with really good coaching and culture um you see you see a lot of success yeah, for sure. And like, I mean, even me for myself, <clears throat> like I've said, I've said already, but like, I was never going to make it professionally, but you know, me being 5'11 on a good day, shorter <laughs> wingspan than, than my height. Um, you know, I could shoot the ball a little bit and I, I've gotten to share the court with some guys that, you know, I've seen now play for Australia, play professionally. And I was never as good as them, but I was good enough to be on the same court as them at times. And right. for me, like when I now I'm in a position where I'm, if I, if I am playing, I'm playing with some of these younger guys and I'm just trying to teach them, I guess, the things that I've learned. 
but they mm-hmm. have no um there's like a lack of feel for the game like right. under, understanding momentum understanding runs understanding how to build pressure in a game and and then respond to a run and and, and all these sorts of things and it's um you know i'm in a space now where all I, i'm not coaching any basketball teams and you know mm-hmm. i, I want to get back into that space but i'm strictly player development but there's right. a, there's a part of me that's like they're missing this player development side is only one half of the the full picture but it mm-hmm. feels like i don't know in this this tiktok era this where it's just like <laughs> skill 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 and and i can't knock it because like a lot of the things that these kids were doing like what you're saying like you see these 14 year olds doing stuff that you know w- w- you'd never saw before this um right. But yeah, do you, I guess what, where I was going with this is like in your own trainings, are you ever thinking about that? Like, are you ever going like, this is how we can add it? Obviously you talked about for like game situations, but uh, I don't know, like, I guess, do you enter that space as a player development coach or is that more, you're just there for that skill development? Um, no, I definitely, like I said, I'm big on, I'm big on watching film. Um, and sometimes I'm able to, to, to watch film with, with some of these kids that I have, like the, like the high school or middle school kids that I have. Um, so I definitely try to do whatever I can. You know, a lot of times I'm just working with them individually. So it's hard to kind of put other bodies on the floor and kind of show the situation. So I think that film part of it definitely, um, it definitely helps. It doesn't maybe do the full thing sometimes, but it helps. Uh, but I, I definitely encourage, like, I think there's always a good mixture of training individually, training with with a group where you can, you know, add, you know, short-sided games, two-on-two or three-on-threes with rules or principles. Um, and then obviously mixing that in with, with practices on a weekly basis where you maybe get to scrimmage five-on-five on top of playing on the weekend. So um, I think I think um, I try to at least add in whatever I can to help, you know, that individual player's development. But uh, I'm definitely an advocate for, for for those kinds of things. You know, usually I just train individually, though, so that's so it's hard to do that. But uh, I think there's always a good mixture of, of, you know, skill development while sometimes slowing a session down and you're showing them reads that they can make and, and trying to explain that the best you can. Obviously, like I say, if you're working with one player, sometimes it's tough, especially if you don't have any film. But uh but yeah, I try to focus on 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 both sides of it the best I can. Yeah, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um oh I just had a question in my head. It's just left me. Um oh that was that's what it was. Sorry. Um how do you as a as a development coach um you know building these players through obviously your work on the court you're watching film all this sort of stuff is mindset like the mindset of a player how do you approach in building that yeah um yeah i work with players that are you know they're they're confident and then some players that you know kind of lack that area and you know, I think a big part of it is, you know, um, I, I feel like I work with most, pretty much all the players that I work with are are extremely hard workers and they put the time in, you know, whether it was with me or somebody else or, um, you know, whether it's on their own. Um, so I think, you know, just first and foremost, like telling them, you know, believe in themselves and trust in their work is, is always a big part of it. Um, but at the same time, I think, 
every guy has a different, you know, type of mindset and how they can kind of settle into just kind of flowing and doing their thing without really thinking too much. Um, and, you know, some guys, you know, need, need to lift weights before a game. Some guys need to do different things. You know, they need to listen to music or something like that um, to kind of get them into a, a different type of state. Um, uh, you know, point guard I worked with this, this past year, Sean Newman Jr. Um, you know, he, uh, he, he was a guy that, that like, he liked to do a lot of band work and we got in the weight room before games. And I think if he, if he knew he, that he did something like that before a game or he got his work in on the day of the game, he always felt better going into the game. Um, and I, I think it just showed with, with his performances this year. Um, but, but everyone's different. Everyone, you know, has, they're going to get confident from, from different things. So some guys just have it naturally. Some guys may not even put the time in or working, but they they think they're, the best player out there and they think they're Steph Curry, you know, when they, when, when they get going, when they make a shot. So um, just understanding guys' tendencies uh, from a, from a mental standpoint, I think is important too. And how you can help them kind of get into that state of um, where they're at their, their highest level of confidence, I think is, is very important. So, um, that's what I've also learned these past couple of years. Yeah. Cool. So during throughout that, that, championship run did you guys expect to be there at the end like when you were going into the season was that an expectation for you guys oh for sure um I mean yeah for sure I mean just knowing knowing the history of Fullerton knowing like you know they had just got one in 2019 uh, knowing the talent that we had coming back um you know we had we lost some guys in uh, the season uh prior to injury so knowing they were coming back knowing some other uh freshmen were coming back and then some some guys that were were transferring in, um, we we knew we had the the, the type of talent, and you know, Coach Webster was very confident that we we had the talent to to get there. So um, it was just a day by day thing. Um, so I mean, you know, going thirty two and one, you know, I think it looks like we just kind of had it easy, but at the same time, like there was a lot of work to do um, leading up to that. But I mean, early on, like just with some of the teams that we beat. Um, beating San Francisco, who we played in the championship early on, uh, we knew we had a real chance after that. After that, you know, being being kind of number one in the state for most of the season, we knew we had a target on our back. So it was just about um, you know these guys just kind of staying you know, level headed and, and and preparing every single day, like you know they could be beat. That's got to be one of the hardest things as a coach when you actually have a really talented team to not, I guess, take for granted that where you like how you've played and where you're at right um so i guess for you moving forward what what is what are your goals at the moment what are your personal goals coaching goals like what what do you got what do you got going on because i guess so your season's like 23 24 right yeah the next the next next yeah 24 so i guess like over the next not 2023 necessarily but over the next period what 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 are you kind of what are you working towards? Uh, for me individually, is that is that is that more of the question? Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, personally, I mean, as a team, obviously, as a team, obviously, you want to just go back to back. Um, you know, that's pretty much the goal. But we know that that you know, even though we did it this year, um, there's still that same level of preparation and time that's got to go into it. Like like we, it's just a brand new start. Um, for me, um, you know, I, I'm not too sure you know just yet I think um 
I'm, I'm continuing to build a network. I, I've gotten some, you know, I've got a, a, a D2 assistant job opportunity um, that I was blessed to, to, to get a, a couple months ago. Um, and uh, there's been other, you know, things that, that have kind of crossed my path. And um, I'm not too sure, really. Um, I'm, I'm kind of just letting you know, letting it flow and then seeing what happens. Um, I, I, like I said, I obviously I love this this side I'm, that I'm on right now, this avenue. Um, so you know, we'll see. I would love to work at a at a high level. I would love I would love to go work at a four year um, as a player development coach um, and just kind of stay in this basketball space. But as as long as it's something with basketball and, and something with with what I'm doing right now, then you know I'll be satisfied. So. Um, you know, we'll see because I know I won't be at Fullerton forever, but uh, you know, we'll we'll just see how to see uh, you know who wants to who wants to hire me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it what is it about the the work that you do now in basketball, this player development? What is it about that like wakes you up in the morning? Like what is it that you love? Um, I, I think um I think for me with with my with with just kind of how I got here, um, you know, over COVID, I had a, man, I was, I was, I didn't, like, everyone was kind of unemployed and things like that was going on, and man, I was, I was working some night shifts at, at Walmart, I was driving at FedEx, um, and then on top of all that, you know, I, I broke my leg, and I wasn't in a gym for like three, four months, um, so I think when I, when I'm, I'm allowed to be in a gym, and sometimes it gets tough. Sometimes the days get long and tiring, but I just remind myself like where I was like before all this and you know how fortunate and blessed I am. But uh, like I said, the relationships that I built, you know, and, and, and then the guys that I get to work with, the players that I get to work with um, when, when they, when they approach every day, like they want to work and they want to get better. I mean, it, it's easier for me because it doesn't, I don't drain myself trying to, get these guys in the gym or, or get them to work or, or get them to do the things necessary to, to get them better. So um, I'm, I'm blessed to be where I'm at because, um, because man, they make that, make the job easier. I know a lot of other guys probably drain themselves being in other situations. Um, so I have to remember that I'm also very fortunate for that, for that side of it, where I get to really work with not only naturally talented players, but, you know, guys that also want to put the time in. So um it's been a great combination and, and I'm blessed. So I definitely don't, don't take it for granted for sure. No, I love that, man. I'm super happy for you. Happy for everything you got going on. Appreciate it. No, nah, no, nah, I appreciate you taking this time. I feel like that's like a good place to kind of wrap it up, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, thank you for hopping on, uh, yeah. kickstarting the party again. Um, yeah, I got to get Jesse on. I haven't watched much of his games in Melbourne. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if you know, I, one of my guys is, is out. I helped uh, him get his one of his big men out there. So Oh, I'm really? Kind of, I've been following him a lot. He actually went here. He went to Portland State. And then Jesse was asking about a, if, if we knew of any, if I knew of any uh, big guys, of any fives. And two days later, he's on like a Zoom call with them. So I've been able to kind of help. <laughs> I was kind of, kind of coordinate, help coordinate that. And it's been cool to see him out there because, I mean, he, he, I don't know what he'd be doing right now. He'd probably be in the transfer portal or something like that. Um, kind of waiting on his next move, but he ended up just heading out there. So it's, it's been cool. I've been able to kind of keep in contact with him and I still talk to Jesse pretty much almost every day. So, uh, yeah, I kind of know a little bit of what's going on. 
Yeah, that's cool. No, I've um, <clears throat> I want to get over to Melbourne. Uh, it's not that yeah. long of a plane ride from where I am, but um, yeah, since starting this this new basketball job and stuff, I'm doing like 13 hour days. So I'm working my other job, leaving yeah. straight from there, going straight to the courts, and um, yeah, working six days a week at the moment. So um, haven't been able to keep up with almost anything else. So. <laughs> I'm yeah. sick at the, I'm sick yeah. at the moment, so I've been uh, I've been out of action the last three days. Um, so I've just been sitting down watching basketball and yeah, <laughs> kind of enjoying doing nothing. But I'm ready to I'm ready to go back and yeah, get back to work. So no, I appreciate your time, my man. Um, what do you I'm got sure on for the rest of the night? What'd you say? What do you got on for the rest of the night? Shoot, not much. Probably just go get some food. And uh, yeah, shoot, just just hang out and get some rest and do it all over again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, well, have a good one, my man. I appreciate, appreciate you coming you, on. Shout out to Summit Heights Club, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that anymore, but <laughs> is that what we're, we're not calling it that anymore? Uh, it's just Marshy's Corner right now, and then oh, my bad. I missed we'll that. No, not at all. I'm I thank you for remembering that, yeah. I was like, I don't think. No, that would be fun. That was something I was really hoping to do, but like with my friends as well, like, because I got so many friends that are, you know, they, they talk about starting their own podcast, doing their own, you know, video making, like all this sort of stuff. And I was like, why don't we just put it all under one banner? But um, it hasn't happened yet. So I'm just focusing on this and yeah. Sounds good. <clears throat> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I got this. You know, I'm sure you've seen her be posted on my page all the time. <laughs> I gotta take this kid home. Um, get some food. Appreciate her waiting around. <laughs> she uh, she's like drawing or something on the, on the computer or something. But, I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach myself Photoshop right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a. Shoot, I had to kind of learn a little bit about that just for the program's sake. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm trying to learn it right now for the the basketball lab that I'm working at. Nice. Trying to do a little bit of marketing and stuff from them, but yep. just uh trying to push push Australia a little bit closer to beating USA. It, it could happen. I wouldn't even be surprised. Hey, Two of the best, some of the best players left in the in the playoffs right now are foreigners. So yeah. <laughs> we we had that 16 point lead in the world cup against you guys in the semis and we we blew it but um anyways my guy i'm gonna let you go appreciate, appreciate you man i'll definitely i'll talk to you i'll talk to you soon for sure yeah yeah send through that stuff yes sir cheers my guy have a good All one right, man bye you too